Jimothy. Of course. Um, in studio today, we have uh, some, an amazing, amazing audience member uh, who's watching this uh, Seahawks-Bengals overtime game <laughs> for me, uh, Mr. Uh, Lawrence Deloach, who's now running over at the opportunity. Unplug his mic right now. Hey, how's everyone doing? <laughs> <laughs> We've had enough. Lawrence, you're supposed to be watching the game. Tell me what's going on. Oh, what is this? The post wrap episode? What are you talking about? There's we no do overtime. a second episode every week where we just, you know, read it's our about feedback us. and, you know, just talk it's about us with, ourselves. It's us without a guest so we can get into ourselves. Oh, you without the guest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he walked away. <laughs> I didn't realize. Oh, Not, but that wasn't us telling you to fuck off. We were just explaining what we're doing. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, I'm over here if you need me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here. <laughs> If you need me, if you, yeah. If you need Aww, anything, you're gonna be so. such a good dad. Yeah, just if I'll be watching the game, but uh, you know, if you slip in the tub, I'm just here. call, just scream. Yeah, just yeah. scream real loud, and I'll uh, just tell me if it's my turn to do something. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll make that happen for you. So uh, welcome to uh, more about us. Um, I uh, um, I'm I'm pulling up iTunes right now. Uh, but Ray, yeah. can you open and thank for donations that oh, we have received yeah. first? Oh, man. Yeah, that's a great noise. It's going to pull in a lot of more listeners. (laughs) I see Um, a spike, definitely. Okay, so we got two donations this week, right? Uh, Yeah. Okay, so one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We got a donation from Miss Allison Gillespie. Mm-hmm. Who happens to be a friend of Maria? One of my best friends in the world. Uh, Gil- I call her Gilly. Um, <laughs> Allison Gillespie. Um, thank you so much, Allie, for for donating to uh, our podcast. And, it means a lot. Yep. And she is. A, she listens to every episode. Yay! And she loves us. And she said that she, uh, we are making her look stupid at work. She's laughing. Out laughing loud. like a maniac. Oh, good. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. I always so like wonderful. to hear those stories when people listen, and they're in a situation where they shouldn't be laughing. And totally. They, and they just fucking lose their shit. <laughs> That's like so my great. boy my boy listens on the train and uh uh he was just losing his shit and people were looking at him like he was, was insane yeah. and he's like no no, no I'm, 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 I'm in here no I'm it's in here. here it's not out there like i'm not yeah. insane like, like where do we lead. look so we can laugh at this too yeah i want in <laughs> i want to be a part so, of this wait i'm um, sorry in uh i'm just gonna in, i'm gonna read our five star reviews real wait quick. wait we've got another donation oh okay yeah yeah we got another donation i guess this morning um, from yep. from Stefan Hall. Thank you, Stefan. And his message was, keep up the great work, ladies and Jim. Really love the show. We really love you. And it's in Florida. We've reached Florida. Yeah. We've reached Seattle. I like oh, that. Wow. Um, okay. We worldwide, niggas. I've only said stuff in the country. But um, <laughs> but we worldwide, niggas. Um, so I don't know. Florida, Florida could potentially be get excommunicated <laughs> very soon. So thank you so much. It, it, we really appreciate it. And uh, thanks for listening. And if you guys ever feel like you want to, you know, Join that wonderful crew of people Listen, who people are here donating. Us. If you don't donate, it's like you're you not having the newest iPhone. You know, it's like you're <laughs> yeah. just why are you walking just, around with a 4s? Why are you being Upgrade. irrelevant? Why are you Stroke being that donate irrelevant? Button. Okay, so head Ain't nobody to, talking about you till you donate to the <laughs> It's About Us podcast. That's how that works. So, also, we will mention you and we'll talk about you know how big your dick is or yeah. how like small your. Um, areola are. Yeah. Uh, so can we yeah. just call them nipples. I feel. No, no, I think well, the, the areola is the thing around the nipple. Yeah, but that's all still nipple. Like when you reference it in the street, no one's oh, like, okay. oh, that part's not the nipple. Oh. Like no one's having that argument. I guess when I'm talking about how big areola, are, I feel re- the need to specify. <laughs> <laughs> it's a legit concern. Um. So we're up to. We got a couple new five star reviews on iTunes, which is great. Yeah. We're up to we're up to seventeen now. Uh, oh shit. So uh, go ahead and. 
Bring us on up to uh, 117. Uh, <laughs> a immediately. Immediately. Yeah. If you're on your your uh, your cellular device listening to this, you can just hop right on your computer right now and go to your iTunes mm-hmm. and just give it to us while you're listening to this episode. That'd be mm-hmm. lovely. So here's a couple of our new reviews. We got one from Joe LJ, uh, and it's called Dopeness. Yes! Uh, it says, hilarious great. smart show with three anti-garbage individuals. Yes! And yes. <laughs> if you enjoy ODing on Dopeness, this podcast is a must listen oh, parentheses awesome. yes i said dopeness what of it <laughs> uh, keep up the greatness sincerely it's about us usvi chapter president wait <laughs> so, we got US people in the virgin islands yeah holy shit we are worldwide bitch. Uh, or, or western hemisphere but that's good yeah yeah <laughs> that's i'm good. for it thank you Just so one. much that's and, really really kind and joe lj now is officially a chapter president yes uh, we, oh, congratulations we, uh, we allot you will you that. do announcements at the meetings or will you have other people do that yeah just let us know when we're flying out send, yeah. our, uh, send, us send tickets. our tickets yeah. thank you <laughs> we have to go to the virgin islands for some business <laughs> <laughs> i would love to say that oh yeah oh it's business yeah um I, that's I, awesome just so Thank i can you. make a really dumb joke like at the gate and be like hi uh, just a quick question if i'm not a virgin am i still allowed to go <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, I'm willing to bet that the Virgin Islands is probably whore islands. Oh, sure. You ain't going there if you ain't fucking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, gorgeous I don't know why people, gorgeous island would gorgeous go to weather. an island to not, not fuck. fuck right? That sounds crazy. Seriously, that seems like you're confused. Yeah. Put yeah. just a bunch of nuns hanging out on an island. Celibacy on fucking nat- like on beaches. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I agree. silly. And then the other one, is, it, it's called uh, It's the Two and Negroes and a White Girl. Jim and Ray just high fived. Uh, <laughs> which is like if they'd both fucked me and then they were like, Yeah, yeah. fuck that girl. We got it. Tag team. <laughs> I would never it. fuck a white girl. Um, um, I'm just kidding. First of all, I rude. Might. Second of all, uh, and it's <laughs> by rude. <laughs> yeah, it's by it's by Bummy Jack. Hi, Bummy Jack. Hey, Hi. What's up? Says I miss the Three Negroes podcast. Uh, Jim, <laughs> Ray, and Neruda had such a good chemistry. It was so funny. I'm glad to see Jim and Ray are back and are joined by Maria Heineck, who brings her own brand of humor to the group. <laughs> No shade there. Thanks Holy a lot. Shit. Bummy Jack, I'll just be over here. Uh, has anybody <laughs> got a razor blade? Uh, I'll just be over here hailing he cabs. Said, but he said, I'm ease. really enjoying the podcast. He closed, he closed strong. So yeah. I, know, I know. Like, I know that this has been myself. an adjustment because there were people who listened. We did the three Negroes. You guys had here. a lot of love. We had a lot yeah, of love. Man. Which I think is wonderful. Yeah, it was great. Um, and, you know. And I'm here to take that away. <laughs> well, Look just, at you gentrifying the three Negroes. Oh, my God. I gentrified your <laughs> it's a different team. podcast it's a different but yeah it's a different it's place. a different podcast and like um and we and we're doing something different and like our old podcast was, it's about us yeah it was really <laughs> black i think and i think that part of why people were so into the last podcast was because it was really black there were black people going to look for a specific thing and i think that jim and i both bring that element to it but i think it's really interesting to have like you come in and like offer your fresh perspective on things but also like slip into the (laughs) slip into the wave you know like (laughs) it's not like the podcast isn't black anymore i feel like we still niggas on here yeah i still uh and also the podcast is my idea but yeah (laughs) yeah podcast is also maria's idea she came to me i'm sorry i, I said that live me listen give me your people <laughs> i own you now uh, but yeah we're doing something different and i'm glad that you've given us a chance and i'm glad that yeah. you're listening and thank you, you so know, much i'm hoping our listenership grows we're like gaining listeners rapid fire so i'm feeling i'm, I'm feeling, feeling real proud it. yeah it's yeah, great it's nice. we're proud of our listeners and we're proud of we're our, glad that Jim's yeah. a part of it too. Like it all just came together. Yeah. Uh, Even though you're a boy, we still like you. Yeah. You're still Aww. okay. Oh, yeah. It's been great. Thanks. So, uh, so we thank for those. Now, uh, let's read that uh, listener feedback email that we didn't get to last time, yeah, right? Yeah, we didn't get to. And now I, I just clicked on it, so it's not saved. Oh, it's new anymore. Rough I'm sorry. Uh, I promise I'm his main girl. Yeah, I lost it now. You, because mother, you motherfucker. No, I have to look for it. No, no, no. It's fine. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Timothy. There we go. There we it. go. Okay. So last week we were supposed to read this email from Timothy Hall, a.k.a. the People's Critic on Twitter. 
Um, and we didn't get to because it, it was long. And so we're going to get to it. And it's going to be long, but that's okay. We don't have much else to get to. Uh, yeah, I just want to talk about what happened at the barbershop uh, to me yesterday. Okay. And uh, that's it. No, I mean, you know, no one attacked me. <laughs> okay, I was like, <laughs> clarify. I'll grip open up. with that. Okay. So <laughs> from Timothy Hall. <clears throat> Hello, ladies. This is Tim, a.k.a. People's Critic. People's Critic. I'm not sure if there's an I in there, but that's him on Twitter. First, I love your show. I heard about the podcast through the black guy who tips. Shouts out to, to Rod, Rod and Karen. And hey, I've been hey, listening hey. ever since. I remember Ray from her many hilarious episode appearances on the show, most notably her comments during the Colin Kaepernick groupie tale. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That was really fun. Second, I love Ray's voice. Oh, thank you. I could listen to her read the dictionary. Oh, that's very kind. I also love Maria's voice. They're hilarious. Well, I think voices, voices is like when I do like, oh, guys. Yeah, Maria's know. voices, they're hilarious. My real Thank reason you. for writing, so he complimented us just so we could like him and deal with this, this dude. Shit. This dude yeah. knows how to like operate in an yeah, office. Exactly. You know what I mean? Make people feel good and then get in there. Right. It's a sandwich like, effect. You say something it. nice it's on the front. Sandwich. You say shit something sandwich. shitty in the middle and yeah. then you close something nice. My real writing is what uh, for writing. My real reason for writing was to ask your thoughts on the Kevin Johnson story that's been published the other day. To summarize the article, he's being accused of sex with underage teens and used his celebrity and political position to cover it up. You mean like everybody? <laughs> he's even settled out of court for at least one of the girls in the story. I do remember that. I'm shocked I knew nothing about these allegations. I hope they toss his pervert ass in jail. I would love to hear your thoughts on the story. I love this show and I'm sending it to my twin sister. Hi, twin sister. I think she'll Hello. love it as well. Much love from Seattle. He's your hometown boy. Hey. Tim. Thank you, Tim. Tim, sorry we took it. He sent us the September 27th. I know. <laughs> I don't think he did, though. I think he sent it in like fucking August. And no, no, he, yeah, no, we, you're right. We, he did. Okay, thank God. I was uh, like, because somebody yeah, was from August. Because I remember reading that Deadspin article a couple weeks ago, and then they sent another one. They point, they printed or they published a couple this week. So just so break it down for him. So the just yeah. Kevin Johnson is a legendary NBA player. Legendary, right, Lawrence? Yeah, very um, he was like Lawrence in, feels that he's very legendary. Yeah. You couldn't hear that in the background. Well, Lawrence is a sports. Lawrence, expert, you're welcome to come over and like, yeah, you can you can weigh in on this. Um, so Kevin Johnson uh, was like one of the greatest point guards in the Michael Jordan era. He, <laughs> he's most known for playing for the Suns. Yeah, he played for the Suns. Well, don't you love that somehow we asked Lawrence to do our podcast on that last episode, and we're like, Lawrence, do you want to weigh in on a double rape? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two rape-heavy rape podcasts? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Come to our rape cast. <laughs> and so Kevin Johnson, I don't know how he ended up in Sacramento, but he is now the mayor I, of Sacramento. I believe. If I'm Did he play at the end of his career in Sacramento? I think he's from that area. Oh, okay, got it, got so. it. Yeah. So he, um, after out. retiring, he became the mayor of Sacramento. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of controversy around his political accomplishments because he went he went to Berkeley, um, Sacramento Charter High School. So, OK, yeah. got it. Mm -hmm. So he, there's a lot of controversy about how he's running Sacramento in terms of politics, because he's one of these people who believes in the private of public schools and he's furthering the charter school system which I have disagreements about because it doesn't make sense to extract kids from bad schools and put them into smaller good schools you should fix the whole system right. you can do mm -hmm. them at the yeah. same time yeah. um, but then the argument is of course how do you fix the whole system? So I see Work both it out. sides of it. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, just do them both at the same time. Yeah. Right. Um, but if you're, if you're allocating all your resources to smaller schools, you're then what happens to the, the bigger to the school? Big school? Right. Anyway. So, um, and then there's some stuff about him making his, um, government employees do personal shit for him Ooh, on their government no time. Bueno. So he's oh, wow. stealing from the government. Yeah, no me gusta. Um, and I'm not picking up your fucking wife's shoes. Yeah, that's basically yeah, what, what he's doing. doing. Yeah, um, so I know just, that because I used to have to pick up one of my boss's wife's shoes. Right, just a lot of like shady shit. Um, and that's kind of okay in a private sector job. It is not okay in a public sector job. Correct. Well, I mean, it's different. It's that the, the dude whose wife's shoes I was picking up was paying me out of his own pocket. Right, 
exactly. to pick up his wife's shoes. And when he hired me, he said, you're going to be doing Do, personal right. shit. Mm-hmm. There was no, there was no lies and, right. and it was his money. Yeah, but the, it but wasn't the taxpayer's money. Go, yeah. But I got to yeah. go pick up Mayor Johnson's Since, dry cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> fuck out of at here. 11 a.m. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a lot. Also, of com- how's that thinking about the community? Like, fuck that. Well, mm. ultimately what we're getting at is he's a Bill Cosby in his own right. Right. Because sure. so um, the same way, similar to the way Bill Cosby shrouded himself in like being respectable and doing good things for the community. Kevin Johnson is stealing from the government, but also he's really been considered the Obama of Sacramento where because he called oh, wow. himself Lil Obama. Oh, did he? Yeah. He's like a really mm. Lil Barack. Sorry. Lil Barack. He's like he's a very clean cut, good looking, like sweet faced young yeah. light skinned black acceptable man acceptable black man yeah yes is really what that acceptable like, yeah and um, that there's so many ways that could get requoted poorly that work, I said that and he's done work with the yeah. education like with the Obama administration mm-hmm. with the Obama administration in, in education or whatever and he got punched in the face by uh, Greg, um, Greg Anthony back in like, <laughs> <laughs> I love Greg Anthony though Yo, he hit the shit but out of KJ did Greg Anthony just get in trouble for like soliciting a prostitute yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these Aye, aye, aye. Oh man. Um, because Greg Anthony is another respectability politics nigga. He's one of those that was like fighting and shit when he was young, but when he got um he got an analyst job for CBS doing um college sports and now he wears a suit, so you can't cuss like he used to cuss. You know? yeah. He was always a young Republican though. Yeah, he, he, was, he was, he's he's a Republican. Like and then for, and then family the values kind of guy, uh, yeah, yeah. And then, which it totally yeah. ties into respectability and then, politics. And for then sure. your yeah. boy gets caught soliciting a prostitute oh, I love it. in DC. And I love. He's been suspended ever since. That's well, what you know I what? love. He, he actually, I just the Duggar. I love the Duggar son for for just, being on Ashley Madison. That, it's not quite no that for extreme. being on Ashley Madison. Oh, yeah, not yeah. even the part where he's raping kids. I can't remember who tweeted this. Where like I think it was Moshe Kasher, but he's like, well, at least he likes adults now. <laughs> that's funny that's a step in the right direction isn't it right. so um so yeah so so now there are a bunch of allegations that kevin johnson has a taste for like 16 and 15 year old shorties and he, can i use this quote rubbing his genitals against her bare thigh yeah Ugh. he was like he met a girl suggesting a girl. they pray together and ask right. for forgiveness so like he Fuck met so here. kevin johnson there's at least Gross. one woman Who's who's naming herself? She she allowed Deadspin to release a video of her being interrogated yeah. by the cops about the situation. Yeah. And I don't know how. I genuinely don't know how. So you're gonna have to help me with this. I don't know how a famous NBA player gets to meet a 15 year old girl. I don't know where that happens, and I don't know how it happens Autographs. that people are gonna leave them alone together. But forever they 21. like they like <laughs> they bathe together and sh- like it they, was, they showered together yeah they, they like, weren't they weren't having a romantic bath <laughs> but like and that's where he, <laughs> he didn't like light her. candles and feather um, rose petals and apparently he's done it to like a couple of other women he's paid them out and i mean how do you feel about it i think it's great <laughs> <laughs> you know what he's so brave just he's think, just such a brave I just, guy i just i just it find i find it so infuriating and i and i think it's uh so sort of disappointingly equalizing of all humans that we're we always deify people that like have all this money or they're sports athletes and it's like yeah they're all just trying to fuck and they're Mm. all stupid like (laughs) everyone's so fucking stupid like that's the first place that i go to with this and it's like can't just just go find an 18 year old chick to do this to find like, an 18 year old it's who not looks hard that's your shit yeah you know just I mean? go find there, someone young whole, looking but they like that she's not that. 18 oh, they that's sure. the thing they like mm-hmm. about it but i also think that they like about it because uh sexual maturity and like the law are just you know they're they're not the same thing like i get that I get that you could be attracted to a 17-year-old girl, like, physically. Mm. Like, that's not, like, a thing I can't understand. It's that you go, this is a bad idea. I'm going to not do this. Mm-hmm. Like, make a decision. Be above your boner. And but it, also, it's like... above your boner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's not, it's not just... I understand that you can be attracted to 17 year olds is that he's looking for 17 year olds yeah. this isn't like it's a fetish it's not like he he got caught up in this one shorty he's in love according to the reports 
he's got mad 17 year olds that he loves you know what i mean yeah Just and that's the regular old camp counselor yeah and so that's alarming. oh god the camp counselor i mean i don't so know what terrible. there is to say yeah. like men have been really good at covering up sex crimes for a long, for time, a long time and yeah. i'm not shocked that this happened it's disappointing that he's been able to use his position as a as a government official to sort of squash yeah um conversation about it that's disappointing because he's using my money to lie about how good a man he is but um not my money i don't pay any taxes in california so but i mean the general i have a i I have a i have a huge sum going into the sacramento (laughs) (laughs) city council fund and and i'm furious and i will be i will be writing a strongly worded letter (laughs) asking for all of that money back but you know with interest but that's the thing it's just like um uh, I've been having this conversation and I've been thinking about this a lot and I would love to know what you guys think about it. Um, recently, Stephen Colbert had Joe Biden on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joe Biden basically went on the show to grieve publicly. And I thought that that was the weirdest thing. But everybody loved it. Everybody was like, you know, because he basically was saying that he would consider running for president, but he has to, he just lost his um, firstborn to brain cancer. And he's just kind of grieving and he doesn't know if he has the emotional wherewithal to commit to a campaign and you have to be ready, which are all valid things to say. Yeah. I just think it's weird to say on a TV show. Like, I think, and so I'm willing to be corrected, but I think that, there's a performance of grief. It doesn't mean that it's dishonest, but there was a performance of it. And so the the way everybody reacted to this um, interview, they were like, it was such a beautiful, honest moment between Joe and Steven. I'm like, no, they choreographed yeah. it. And yeah. like they knew what they were doing because Joe Biden didn't promote anything else. He talked about whether or not he's going to run for president because he's sad. So this was a way to get a hold of the heartstrings of the people watching the show in the event that he decided to run for president. And I'm really frustrated because, and I'm going to link this back to Kevin Johnson, we've got to know that politicians are storytellers. Yeah. Just because, you know, the story can be a true story. But we have we're they're using tools to craft the story. I can tell you one way the same like event in a different way from how I told it to Maria. Right. And I'm doing that to elicit a specific response out of you to to like engender certain feelings and to act as if that like politicians aren't doing that. I don't understand the disconnect. Well, I think we, uh, and I, I mean, it's kind of been the recurring theme of it, but I think we put uh, uh, sorry, people with money. Sorry, I, I have an anxiety. There was something on the table. All right. Uh, oh, sorry. I think <laughs> that we put, uh, uh, we just put people on a pedestal, especially mm-hmm. if they have money and power and influence. Don't so, put people on the, don't put pussy on a pedestal. Never. Jim. Don't I've ever. told you not to do that. I'll never do it again. Uh, but I think there really is. And so that is where the disconnect lies is that we, we, it wouldn't ever really enter our conscious that there is something happening behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Like we wouldn't think, well, not some people at least would think, Oh yeah, they totally choreographed that. Mm-hmm. Like there's I mean, it wasn't like he's going to say this now, but you don't go you onto a late night show and be like anything you want. <laughs> like, yeah. No one does that. It, there's really no Joe was oh. like Joe's people were like, "Hey, Steven, ask him about his son." You know what I mean? Like we like there was They might have also so I think that a lot of times the late night like the writers curate what's going to get talked about mm-hmm. and they just clear it with the guest. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're either, it's either on the table or it's off the table to talk about. Well, I think that Joe went on that show specifically to tell that story sure. because he wanted to sort of engender good feelings so that if he got into the race, he would already have a Because he's late. Oh, so totally. he would already have in a built-in sort of sympathy factor. So I don't... like. I, sorry, do you want to finish what you're saying, Jim? Uh, no, I, w- I mean, that was pretty much what it was, was that like... I think the disconnect as to why people wouldn't see that is is that we put people with money and we put people with power in a different category. And we would think, and it's kind of a cliched argument, but like 
We'd totally be like, yeah, Joe Biden, the garbage man, would totally do something like that. But Joe Biden, the vice president, would be honest and straightforward and mm-hmm. would... There would be no sort of, and I think duplicitous is too strong of a word. No, but I don't like, think he was being duplicitous. Manipulation isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, yeah, you could. There could be positive and negative manipulation. Right. People but, always think of it as negative. I just, I don't, I don't think that people. My therapist told me that. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I just think that some. I think there is this idea that we look at, uh, we just look at people in a different light, especially mm-hmm. depending on what they do. Right. And, that impacts uh, our perception. It just impacts our perception. Well, because yeah. I remember saying this to a really, like, you know, successful woman comedian who, like, you know, does a lot of political stuff. So I brought this up. I was like, it just didn't feel that real to me. So I didn't feel the emotion that everybody on Twitter was feeling. Yeah. And she got so mad at me. She's like, then you don't know how politics works and you don't know. And she was like, and he's a good man. And I'm like, how do you know he's a good man? He told you he's sad about his son. I would be sad about my son. So, I ain't a good woman. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? So here's here's my way, way in, which is not um, in what you just said, but just more in the general thing. For, first disclosure is I have not seen this clip. Okay. So I, I don't know what it's was It's moving. Said. But yeah, so is a couple of things. Number one, uh, and, I, and I think that they talk about this probably in this clip would be my guess, but Stephen Colbert's father and two brothers died in a plane crash. That he, Joe Biden asked ago. about and so it. They, yeah, and so they get to, so they were bonding on losing primary family, family members. My second disclosure on this is that my brother died of brain cancer mm. five and a half years ago. So, you know, I've got some tie-ins with his son dying of brain cancer. Like, mm. I definitely feel that. Like, I'm not like, oh man, we're just really sisters in this fight or anything <laughs> like that. But like, I'm just saying, just so you guys understand my perspective. There's something that um, from a from I won't address it from a political standpoint first. First, I'll address it from a human standpoint, and specifically an American standpoint, which is we don't like to talk about grief in public. I never do. We don't. I think it's gross. Y- yeah, we don't like to talk yeah. about grief. We don't like to talk about death. Like th- those are uncomfortable things. We don't like to cry in public or feel negative things. Yeah, in I only want to see anger or happiness in public. Right, and I think that that's really a problem. I think that if we are able to acknowledge things like that, that it really helps people heal and it humanizes what is a very common experience of losing someone. Well, everybody in your life. dies, so everybody, it's the most common experience. Right, but we don't, especially in America, we don't talk about it, and especially not in a public space, and especially not a politician. So, in my mind, the first place I I went to when I heard that that happened was this is great that it's not even like oh this is touching but oh this is great that this is there's a conversation about this happening that I don't have to feel embarrassed to bring up the fact that my brother died that it might make somebody else in a conversation uncomfortable and that I that I that I can't do that like so of course I bring it back to like how it is for me in my head and my mm-hmm. experience like that I have a I have a tattoo on the side of my head and I sh- my head is shaved Google me. And (laughs) (laughs) yo, Maria Heinig, check out my shows. Uh, No, but like, and when it's, when it's shaved down, you can see the tattoo. And I didn't, I got the tattoo a very long time ago and recently cut my hair like that. And I didn't think about the fact that the tattoo would start being visible and that people ask about it. And I am happy to tell them that it's like, that I got a tattoo in the exact place that my brother had brain cancer in like on his head like i feel great about that and also it's a quote from the rock which is like you know but <laughs> but, just to, but just it to... bums them out sometimes well, and i think it would be less awkward if there was more of a conversation of death and grief in public but i think that's didn't have different i think that's different i'm not saying it's wrong or right but i think that's different if you're this is a tribute to your brother right yeah and i asked you about it right well, no, but sure. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> if I asked about your tattoo, yeah, that's me inquiring into you, and there is the risk, risk, quote unquote, of finding out that that is a tribute to a person who's passed. Sure. I don't think Joe Biden was on that show in tribute to his son. He was going. Why? Because he was mulling over whether or not he's going to run because he's sad. I don't think that that's in tribute to but his son. But why does it have to be a tribute, though, for it to be valid I'm just to talk arguing about the point that this is why it's uncomfortable when... Uh, this is why I wouldn't be uncomfortable you think that if it's you, like a production. I, and there's, like, nothing wrong with production, but let's acknowledge production. Le- my issue isn't that he's sad about his son. My God, I do have my own personal anxieties about people's feelings when they're 
not angry or mad or happy. <laughs> but like, but like, um, I'm, I'm nervous that you're feeling something yeah, else. No, seriously, like when people compliment me and stuff, it makes me feel really weird. Or if like people say I love you, it really trips me out. But I love you, Ray. Stop. It's not funny. And so, um, <laughs> so like, then yeah. why are you laughing? <laughs> then, but, but let's talk about the fact that he used it's his story so he can use it but he used his son's grief as a way to get into the hearts of america and all i want is for us to say that that was what was happening i have a problem i think that's i think that's undeniable you know what i mean like it's my like my friend likened it to she's like um she's like you like reality tv shows when the people acknowledge that production have yeah. Have, have interfered yeah don't sell me a reality tv show like it's purely unscripted right because i'm gonna be offended when you when you lie to me but if i know that we're playing i'm a performer too i know that the joke i'm telling didn't happen exactly the way that i said but i i've made a choice to storytell let's all acknowledge the storytelling is a thing that happens and that's part of what makes us most human Absolutely. that we care about events and we want to share them and elicit a certain it's very response. tribal so then fucking acknowledge it and stop acting like that nigga got on there and, and spilled out feelings that he hadn't curated before. I mean, I, I don't disagree that okay. the, like with what you're saying. I'm just saying that like, that's everything that's ever been on TV. Yeah, sure. And why do we acknowledge it in certain spaces and not in others, which is going back to the politician thing. Why do we not acknowledge that they're using the same tools of storytelling as everybody else? When like when Hillary Clinton cried on the campaign trail in 2008, they were like, this was her most human moment. I'm like, that bitch chose to cry. You think she hasn't wanted to cry at other times? People want to cry all the time. But she selected <laughs> she selected the moment where she would cry. I'm not saying those feelings weren't real. I'm just saying she chose how to present. Let's acknowledge that she's choosing, especially in politics, where it's all about presentation. And for some reason, people think politicians are just telling the truth all the time and it confounds me all right <laughs> who got it out so you feel better yeah i do feel better and that's why the kevin johnson thing that's why it's relevant to me because it's like we're trusting him to be a good man because he cares about schools but that's, and that's because, crazy that's because we think that politicians are supposed to be respectable but if you were to ever look at the gamut of who has been considered <laughs> politicians Throughout history, you'd be like, you know what? That's uh, it's weird that we're still on that. Yeah. That is a bizarre feeling. Still, uh, uh, I, I, <laughs> Lawrence is so bored. <laughs> oh yeah, it. Lawrence. Lawrence is sneaking away. He's, anyway, he's sneaking away. So, uh, Maria, you said you wanted to talk about something. Okay, so oh, I yeah, the barber shop. So I so I went to the barber shop uh, yesterday. Oh, also thank you, Tim, for your email. Thanks for your email, Tim. Yeah. Uh, there we, uh, sorry it took so long. If you email us again with more shit, we'll uh, get to it sooner. Um, Rafat is currently cleaning the kitchen. No, uh, I didn't want to get my iPhone she, wet. She didn't want to get her iPhone wet. That's fair. Um, but so I went to the barbershop yesterday, uh, and they were playing that uh, they're playing that Usher song that's like, I don't mind, you know, that's like, it's okay that you're a stripper, I'll still date you, like, or whatever. <laughs> And I just love the barbershop oh, yeah. for that. Like, I love that I can go to the barbershop, that they bump music, that it's not at, like, a, you know, an acceptable level. At, because I don't want to hear it at an acceptable level. I want to hear music at a 10 all the time. Right. And, like, I love watching a barbershop full of black barbers and their male black customers all sing Adele at the top of their lungs, <laughs> which is a real thing I've witnessed. And it was the crowning moment of my life thus far. Uh, it's, it's wonderful. It's just nice when people share a positive moment. And um, But I'd say the song was playing for, like, a minute and a half. The dude, the next barber over, not my barber, Jay. Uh, shout out to Jay at Levels. Um, he's not In Harlem? Uh, no, 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 in Clinton Hill. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I go to Levels. Oh, oh, now Lawrence is back. That's on Myrtle, right? No, no, no. It's on uh, it's on Fulton and uh, in Washington. Yes, I know you're talking about. Or okay, maybe cool. it's Fulton and Clinton, actually. But yeah. anyway. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah. But uh, now he's back. He runs over. He's like, I'm still going to look at Twitter while we do this, but I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm engaged. I'm looking at fancy football. Sorry, anyway, guys. Uh-huh. So, it's a degenerative lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. You love saying that. I know, it's you hilarious. You love saying that, Jim. But, uh, but anyway, so we're about two minutes in. The barber next to mine, uh, closest to the window. I know you guys want a visual. Um, yeah. it, he's cutting a little boy's hair. I'm going to say little boy's like six. And suddenly the song cuts out. 
in the middle of the song and I was like you know I was like oh you know the internet <laughs> what are you gonna do and and then it's been like a minute or two and the music hasn't come back on and I have literally never been in that place when there wasn't music playing so yeah I, I don't like, like barbershops with no music. Oh, and I don't think there were a lot of other that. customers I think it was me and the little boy and like hopefully the little boy's mother I can't really remember now but like <laughs> but I was like yo what happened to the music and he's like oh uh I just you know turned it off out of respect for you and I was like what and he's like, you know, because you're a female and, you know, this music is offensive. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, I was like trying to figure out how to parse through this. And I was like, all right. Well, first of all, please turn the music back on. <laughs> that is something I was enjoying that this has been stopped. And I would like you to restart the thing I like. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was like. But but also like why are you but, uh, why are you cool with offensive music? music yeah, when private? I'm not around, that <laughs> yeah. was the thing that drove me. That, and I didn't get into that argument with him because I was only a fourth of the way into my haircut. Yeah, um, yeah. And I want to be able to go end. back there, but mm-hmm. I was like, because I love that place. But I was like, I was like, you can keep playing. And he's like, well, you know, you just never know. But then also like I was everything confounding inside of that is it's like well yeah why are you why so it's okay to listen to music where you're like fuck bitches mm-hmm. when bitches aren't around but when the bitches are there you wouldn't want to you know offend a bitch in her own presence <laughs> like right. like that's it's like well, why move. is that okay that's for, i hate everything about that and it was probably worse that me as a woman is listening to this music and i'm like this is great but like so it's not that it's not that this dude is alone in his hypocrisy like at all but also like even if i wasn't there let's say that is the case you're teaching this six-year-old boy to feel like that it's okay for a child to listen to this music, but not for a grown-ass woman to listen to hmm. this music. Like, I felt that there was a curating uh, of Maria, what I'm allowed to listen to. It was to. not because you're a woman. It's because you're white. I mean, sure, yeah. yeah. but Because yeah. I'm sure he would have left that shit on if I was in there. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'd have been yeah. popping. They, 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 didn't, they didn't want a negative yo review. That's yeah. why. They, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want <laughs> Oh my god! But, but the thing is, I was like, I was like irritating my barber, like moving to the music before it got turned off. So no one was confused that I was having a good time, mm-hmm. except for this dude in his mind. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's because you're a white, white woman. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to go there. Too. I, I don't, I don't, think, I, I think, don't think that that's an incorrect assessment. Absolutely, like you know, because, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of funny though. Oh no, a Yelper came in. <laughs> that's what I. That's what. That's we what a we stage are. Stage five Yelper. Oh shit! Yelper. She the type of bitch to make a people laugh. Mm, I, yep. <laughs> That. That's extra funny because I've already given them a five star review. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think more. But, it's, it's it's sort of like, all right, I don't. It could have also been um, an accidental respectability thing with him too, where it's like I don't want this white woman coming into our black space and seeing how we do and telling like, telling people not telling but like thinking poorly of us yeah. because of it yeah perhaps but you know? anyway but what i did say to him is i was like i don't have a problem he's like you know i'm just you know since you're, you're a female blah blah and i was like well i don't have a problem with the music you'd be better off not referring to us as females mm-hmm. because all that that indicates is that we got uh, pussies that we are capable of making children in mm-hmm. our bodies and not that we're humans and mm-hmm. he didn't respond but i could tell that he was thinking about it mm-hmm. and i was like this is I feel great and we also like left on a nice note like he clearly wasn't sour about what I said mm-hmm. and I was very friendly and I wasn't like man fuck you know it wasn't it wasn't I think a, a lot of times people just don't know shit but yeah you for know, sure yeah you tell absolutely them shit, they'll consider it yeah and but the like other I did thing, with Dan Labatar but exactly and that he also did mm-hmm. uh, but the thing that I thought about which is crazy after the fact was I thought imagine if all of the most what, what could be called the most prominently popular or gaining prop popularity genre of music was about hating black people you know what i mean like if there were just if they were just talking about how horrible and just saying there was the a good um there was a good <laughs> right and that's not acceptable anymore right yeah. but isn't it crazy that we still live in present day world where that is just the the music that i love most me right here is a, if, if, is all about like how women are bitches and hoes. Well, I think to some degree, because I've considered that too. And I think to some degree, um, hating women is universal in a way that hating black people it unites not. us. Yeah, because <laughs> because, yeah, we can get because there that. are women in every race. We like I, to I get know behind. This sounds that. like I'm. Bo- it sounds like I'm joking, but I'm dead serious. Yeah, you can like if you hate black people more often than not your hatred is from afar you know what i'm saying like you don't know black people intimately that's why like 
It's easy. Yes, I do, Ray. <laughs> I mean, I'm most, making a point. <laughs> she be sitting on big black dicks. Um, no, I'm just saying like. I've seen medium sized. Go on. But like a lot of racism, which is why it seems so wrong, is that you talk to a black person and we can change these things. But you grow up hating women, yeah. even as they're in your family, even as they're across the street. And so it's the kind of thing that is so ingrained that it's harder to let go of. Because the hatred of the person that you love most is happening, and we don't know how to break away it's, from that. Or under, it's utterly but, bizarre. But there isn't a white person living in my house. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I could hate. Like, I could hate. There them, isn't mine. But, but it's me. But it's like. But it's like. So I can hate them until I meet one, and then I learn something different. But if I hate women and my mom is right there, yeah. then it's harder to um, disengage from, and it feels a more universal thing. Yeah. But it just, it, it's like, a it, weird thing, it, like, it blew my mind when I thought about that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. that's so crazy. Yeah, I, because I was wondering why it was so easy for women to get on board with hating women. And it's because we're taught to. Well, not just because we're taught to. There's a reward. There isn't a, a reward for racism really directly, right? Like, well, the, that's because we haven't told you about it yet. <laughs> You get yeah. gold stars for hating niggers. Uh, you get a, you get oh a five God. star. No, but the reward. A five star for the, your hate. There isn't like the sexual attraction in interracial situations is ultimately because one is male and one is female, right? There, the sexual except for when it's not heterosexual. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm dead. speaking in heteronormative terms. Apologies, but like, good, thank you. But I mean, like, <laughs> you're attracted to them because of their sex, right, or their gender, yeah. generally speaking. If you usually their shoulders, but, but like, go on. So, but like an interracial couple, there might be an element of it that there are different races, but ultimately it comes down to being whatever you are sexually that is attracted to whatever that person is sexually. Yeah. So when you're a woman, the reward for being bad to other women is male attention. Sure. You're driven by your desire to have. Sex. I hate me. Who wants to fuck me? Because yeah, because and I'm then not there one are men them. who like women who hate themselves. They've yeah. been, you know what I mean. So there, the reward is male attention and we've been taught to get it. And so that's harder to shake off as well because yeah. it's like, well, fuck, if I don't jump in on this misogyny and behave the way a man wants a woman to behave, I'm going to be lonely. It's and the threat of loneliness is so great oh, and it so seems sad. so dangerous. But it's also like it's but it's also the most human element, right? right. Like to to deny that you don't want to feel lonely. It's like, well, but we're humans. We're ultimately social. Like, of course, it matters to us right. whether we're alone. That That's a that's a big deal. That's why you need. 60 naked bitches no exaggeration you know that's why future is lonely okay <laughs> and he's really lonely man he just be swimming in all these like dude man just just see a therapist yo you got the money and <laughs> how like how weird is well i don't know though he's got oh my four God. baby mamas future, now future four is another one four. of lawrence's favorites oh i love future. Oh, he's gonna come future. in he's yeah. gonna come in just, and defend. oh yeah hey, he's not i don't think he's lonely i think he's just you know i mean he had a he had an issue i mean with sierra and russell and i think you know he's making it public he shouldn't but i mean it is what it is i'm not even talking about that bizarre. i'm talking about the swimming and drugs all day oh oh the, i mean talking the, about his mental oh state. that's a dependency Dude. Yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting, but I think you know the, the drugs the drugs make him more creative. I believe. <laughs> I'm never oh talking God. to you again. <laughs> I, I think both of you, you women are think, beautiful. You don't think he would be? We're not a paying you a compliment back. I'll drugs. tell you that right now. Uh, I think he. It's hard to say, but I think he would be. I don't think he be would a be a different artist. He'd be, he'd be a different artist. Like I think yeah. he's in his zone right now, and I it's because a, of the. I think a lot of people that suffer. Not I'm. I'm and I am in no way saying the future suffers from confidence issues, but I <laughs> surely think he does. But you would not that, be pressed about Russell Wilson. Oh, that's a joke. Um, but uh, but I'm saying without <laughs> those drugs, would he say the things that he would say? And drugs give you confidence. Yeah, it does, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or they break Dude, down barriers. Are you doing? You're like I the mean, most wholesome nigga I know. I mean, I've I've taken drugs in my day, but that's the end right there. And I've I've gotten Bill jobs. Bill Clinton. I smoked weed one time. I've gotten jobs because I was, you know, on drugs. So why? Because you just go in and swagged out. Yeah, that's basically like what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like I was. Uh, I mean, Adderall has gotten me plenty of like good interviews. <laughs> I've written several tweets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but like, yeah, it, like tweet game is on fire. But like because I was like, you know, under the influence, like I was like, yo, I need a job per se. If I was just like sober out, I'd have been like, well, I'll just make do. But you know, so it, it does give you a little bit of confidence. And it, it, I think it also opens up energy your, and confidence and, and it opens up streams in your mind of how yeah. you think about the world. Yeah, depending on yeah, depending on what you're, you're like, you're yeah, maybe fuck Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> how about raise your kid? I got how did you do that. I got some which one? Which one? The which one baby that's mama? Out with which Wilson. baby mama? Uh, so that that was one. I used to feel real bad for Sierra, like that um, that she got like super cheated on is the way I would describe it. But then I was like, oh yeah, she came into a relationship with a dude that already had three baby mamas, right? And she's like, it's gonna be different for me, and it's like, I don't think nah. so. Uh, but not nah. only that, but so like, so he's got he's got four baby mamas. He's mad that she's moved on to a new relationship with a super Christian dude, and now like she's like posting like Christian yeah, like, stuff. Why? On her Instagram. Wouldn't you want Russell Wilson raising your kid? He's like yeah. the best dude. Well, ever. well, some people don't like him so much. But my, uh, but my point is more. Think about this. Think about the curatorial decision that she has had romantically from going from future. You get fed the fuck up, okay? She yeah, had yeah. A whole future. Baby. The nigga didn't marry her. Russell he pub- Wilson. He publicly well, embarrassed he, her. Well, he would have married her, but she dumped Sorry. him when she found out that he was cheating while they were engaged. He publicly embarrassed her. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, and she's thirty now. 29 now I think she's like 31 but you know the beautiful thing about them breaking up is the streets wouldn't have 56 nights uh, monster (laughs) uh, beast mode dirty sprite 2 and then like uh, I just like that you stay focused (laughs) on the main issues on the main issues which is the music you know (laughs) do you like when people call you Larry or do you hate it it's cool my dad name is Larry so it's you know makes you feel good eh, it's cool makes you feel like a man people have been calling me Lawrence L Larry I actually didn't call him Larry I was calling him Lawrence and then can I call you Lori one time we were at like that. some show and Michael Che was like, yo, Larry Love. And yeah. <laughs> so I've been calling him Larry. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that. I, go, I call you Larry. Yeah, you call me Larry, Larry D. Larry D. And yeah. you know, like Lawrence Fishburne too. He goes in and out of Larry. Larry. He was Larry. Um, and then he started taking himself. Th- Larry Fish. As, yeah. Sounds like a fucking gangster. Yeah. Well, then he started taking himself seriously as a thespian you cannot call him larry anymore oh he's lauren's fishbone fishbone yo man he was in uh uh whatchamacallit boys in the hood i can't i can't he was larry in boys in the hood yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i can do that i think he became lawrence like like right before the matrix put down the gun tray (laughs) (laughs) put down that gun tray i told rob hayes that um I hadn't seen Boys in the Hood. Yeah, and he got so mad at me. As he should. And then I, he should and then not I be was happy like, with you about I was that. like, but I, but I know the end, so like I don't want to watch it. He's like, that's not the point. Okay, yeah. this movie has shaped the way black cinema. <laughs> 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 he texted that, so that wasn't his voice. I mean, but like, oh. you know, that's also that. I think that's a fair argument. If I you don't. Looked, if I'm you not going to watch up. Citizen Kane. It has shaped the way movies have been made for almost Listen, a century. I'm not going to go watch. That, that movie shit. is fucking boring. But it's Ice okay. Cube's breakout I'm not gonna go watch Birth of a Nation. But like, here's, here's, I know here's, here's another example. The though. impact is, but I do think like I'm not saying that you have to go watch <laughs> Citizen Kane or Boys in the Hood or whatever. But I, but how something happened and how it ended does matter. It's not just that slavery ended; it's that it happened, and we have to understand that to understand what America is today. <laughs> 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 did she just compare Ricky getting shot to the Civil yes. War? Yep. Yeah, yes. Yes. No, she I didn't. Hey, it wasn't did about you? the Civil War. It was about all of slavery <laughs> that led up to the Civil War. Did and I. At the end. And yeah. <laughs> Is Ricky getting shot? The either, Emancipation Proclamation. <laughs> either they don't know. Don't show. I just wanted to see how large of a comparison down. I could take it to that was ridiculous, and, and it was just like because all I can picture right. Junior punching the air. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the battle at Antietam? I believe that would be. It's really hard for me because now all I have is Ice Cube in my head with a Jerry curl, like yeah. his first breakout role, and slavery are now just <laughs> really just banned against each other. And then the scene at the end, you know, either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the hood. <laughs> that's also now. Oh, uh, yeah, that's uh, that was Ice's breakout role, man. Oh, man. He was great in that movie. 
47. What you want to do? Um, probably end this. <laughs> <laughs> Slavery is the end of this As podcast. Um, is there anything? Is there anything that uh, you guys are looking forward to this week? Uh, I think that'd be a good way to end more about us. Uh, yeah, go ahead. You're. Oh my bad. I know. I know this is gonna uh, sound stupid, but I'm waiting for these Supreme Fives. This pair of joints that come out on Thursday. I'm trying to get. And um, they resell or keep? Uh, probably to resell because uh, this thing is 200. Probably resell for like six, seven hundred. So mm. I'm looking forward to those. Do you have to get online? Uh, nah, no campouts because New York City is like getting Dirty. too crazy with, with yeah. campouts now. But uh, yeah, you can get like them online. Uh, Supreme. Well, so you have to just keep clicking, 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 or do you get on a wait list? Uh, you got you got to click, 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 and you just gotta like you just gotta get them within like 30 seconds because they're gonna sell out in a minute. Jesus. So and then I can't imagine. And then once you do that, you make you know four or five hundred dollars and be happy. So and then this is big smile, Larry. And then Michael Jordan gets to go home with a little bit more money, which thank God, you know. Yeah, well, I don't mind. Get it. Yeah, and well, I, you know, I was really worried he about did it himself. him. Himself, uh, get it. Yeah. No, I mean, I was. I was generally worried because I know uh, rent might be due for Michael soon. <laughs> and I'm just really excited that he's, he's, he's going to make it this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's definitely, and I know that he was really angling to get his car fixed, <laughs> and he's got the money now, so it's uh, good on him. So, what are you looking forward to? Oh uh, shit! Um, uh, I got a show. Uh, I'm re- I'm looking forward to that show. I saw it when I went uh, Dylan show uh, last month. It looked like a really fun time. Yeah, it was fun. And, you know, I'm, maybe I'll win a crock pot. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to be in store for me, a part of that raffle. So, uh, yeah, that's my... As long as Dylan doesn't want that crock pot. <laughs> yeah, assuming he doesn't want it. Like, if he doesn't want it, then I'm on board for it, um, you know? Let's see, what am I looking forward to this week? I don't know. Um, it's going to be my first full week at my uh, new full-time job. And... Woo! Woo! Rafa got a new job. Yeah, she did. She did. And I'm getting paid the same amount to do so much less and hate everything so much less. So I'm (laughs) really happy. And it's closer and it's later. I mean, come on. Uh, I should have done this the first time. That's awesome. Yes, I'm really happy. Fuck the bank or whatever. And then also, I have been slowly talking about being or having been a stripper in the past. I'm like slowly getting more comfortable talking about it in public spaces. And so I've recently done two podcasts wherein I mention and talk about it in depth. And I'm not looking forward necessarily like I'm anxious. I'm not eager. I'm worried that there's going to be some not so positive response. But, you know, I just want to see what will happen when people sort of know this about me. And you let me know as soon as you hear any quasi negative or negative response. What are you going to do? They're going to call you more too. fucking (laughs) find them. I don't give a shit. We'll see. I will anyway, murder. What are you I looking will, forward to? Maria? I will murder them. Um, I won't. I'm anti-violence. Uh, but um, I'm looking forward to watching this tea consent video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty stoked about that. You're going to love it. It's really I well done. I only want tea when I funny. want tea. That's how I feel. Um, yeah. And no one can tell you when yeah. you should or shouldn't have tea. That's up to you, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, man, sure. You're a no good problem. feminist, Jim. I've, I got your back, you know? <laughs> Just keep, you know, you have the tea when you want it. Um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow being a day off from work, uh, to Shout having a Monday off, mm-hmm. you know, uh, celebrating the indigenous peoples and uh, what to Columbus the... did to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, I got I got a fun, uh, like, uh, comedy talking head thing I'm doing this week, which I'm stoked about. Um, cool. So you guys can hear uh, more about that if it doesn't fall through. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, everybody, um, everybody have a great week and enjoy this beautiful fall weather. Uh, if you live somewhere that it's fall right now and not, <laughs> and not in the USVI, and, and, like, yeah. if not, uh, then enjoy this lovely spring weather that you're having. <laughs> and uh, we love you. And thanks for listening to more about us. Uh, email us at it's about us podcast about us. podcast. Oh, sorry. About us podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on um, it's about us podcast.com and you you'll find all our info that there. Donate button. That donate you can button. like our Facebook page and share with your friends. Yeah. It's about us with Ray Sonny and Maria Heineck. And thank you, Jim. Uh, thank you, Lawrence. Thanks so much, Lawrence sure. Loach, for yes. hanging out on this more about us Definitely. episode, uh, even though you were invited, and Jim for being the wonderful person that you are. Oh, shucks. I had a great time and I love your nose ring. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.